Put your hands up. No. What? I said no. Why not? I don't want to. But I've got a gun. I don't care. Doesn't make any sense. Too bad. What is up, everybody? My name is Jake, and this is another episode of. Am I? Am I? Was the music too loud when I was talking? No, oh, you're no. fine. Oh, you're laughing at me. Uh, <laughs> I was gonna say this was a strong open <laughs> right until. <laughs> yeah, until a derailed in. I got. I heard a laugh, and I was like, "What did I do wrong?" Uh, it, it was a podcast where four friends review movies. You absolutely should have seen, <laughs> but one of us has not. I'm Scott. Was, I'm Tyler. Uh, yeah, I'm Zach. I was just laughing because you started with, what's up? I'm Jake. And it just made me laugh. It was yeah. like, what's up? I'm Jake. But he's done that before. He's he's the only one who does it, but he'll say his name before everything else. Oh. Everyone else does it after they've done the interview. I don't okay. know. It, 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 it's all going to come in. You know? <laughs> it just reminded me of Scott's like running over me to get his name in last episode. Oh, okay. And so it just, it just <laughs> made me laugh. Like, like Jake was like, I got to do this now. Yeah, I got <laughs> what's up? I'm Jake. <laughs> no one will Jake. know who I am. I'm Jake. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, Jake. I didn't mean to derail you. No, it's fine. I just like you, you like chuckled. And then I noticed that the, the level was higher on the computer. I was like, oh, are they not going to hear me or something? No, no, okay. we heard you. We heard you great. <laughs> yeah. All right. Perfect. Solid open though. It I, is uh, a solid yeah. open. I'm, I'm happy with it. What, uh, what are we watching? Uh, today we're watching seven psychopaths, which, uh, I picked and I really waffled on whether or not I thought it was a movie you absolutely should have seen because I don't feel like it's that famous, but in the end, uh, I just really like it. So, I you know, we did last castle. So yeah, that was kind of my justification. <laughs> I was like, well, anything's well, fair game. Yeah. And it all comes down to your definition of a movie you absolutely should have seen. Right. Cause that's the whole point is that like, you know, we've all had that experience of, of like, Oh my gosh, you haven't seen this movie? And that that's what this podcast is about. Yeah, and we all have different definitions of that, and we all have different movies in that category for ourselves. Yeah, right. absolutely. So I think I disagree a little bit. I feel like there's gotta be a little bit of like objectivity. Yeah. I don't think so. Okay. Yeah. I, I think I agree more with Zach, which is why I hesitated in picking it. How 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 do you draw that line though? Uh, just like I mean, it, it's all still very subjective, I guess, but it's just like, if, if I feel like there's a reasonable expectation that a person probably would have seen a movie, you know, like Titanic or something, but then there's only so many of those movies. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. it's like, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, there are only so many of those movies, but there's a lot of them that we still have not done. Yeah. Yeah. I think part of a movie you absolutely should have seen too, though, is like, something that is super enjoyable. Okay. I, th I think maybe a hard line is, <laughs> have we at least all heard of it, which we have heard of this one. Yeah. <laughs> the last castle. Two of us had never heard of it in our entire lives. That's, That's just because you're plebs. You yeah. could have oh. made the last castle for this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as far as I'm concerned. Oh my gosh. All in all, good movie. Uh. <laughs> it, was, it was decent. Yeah. I was like, you liked it. I did like it. I yeah. did. Yeah. Were we all other than Jake late bloomers to this? I had seen this. Oh yeah. I had not seen this. I, I had, was a late, I was a late bloomer as well. Oh, so wow. yeah, not very often are Jake and I, the two that have seen something, I especially know. for like uh, a movie like this, a little the, more indie. It yeah. doesn't bode well. I feel like typically though, 
for the quality of the movie. All right. I don't know, I don't know if this is wow. already. All right. I'm not, no, I'm not trying to make a, a case about no, this No, he was movie, saying no. like when that typically yeah. happens, it's probably not going to be. But I don't think this has happened before. I, I That's can't, true. I can't think of a time readily. It feels good. It's got the word. I like it. Yeah, I like it. And um, I like Seven Psychopaths. Yeah. Well, let's, uh, Scott, why don't you hit, uh, well, before you hit us with just the facts, why, 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 Jake, why? Yeah. Why did <laughs> why? I subject Zach to this? Why? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I had seen this movie. My sister saw it. She was going to UCLA and like it premiered around there and she happened to get to go to the premiere and then she liked it and I was in high school. She showed it to me and I really liked it and I've seen it a bunch of times and like I think it's super funny and I think it's just a super good movie, like a surprisingly great cast. Um, it was like, I don't know, like the the first time I watched like Christopher Walken, I was like, he's really, not, not that I'd seen him, but like that I thought, oh my gosh, he's hilarious. Um, it was uh, my introduction to uh, Tom Waits just as a person, didn't even know who he was and now like, I've gone backwards and I've listened to his music and some of it I really like and some of it I'm not sure if it's music at all. Um, but, <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, all in all, I would say I like it a lot and it was uh, big for me. Mm. So I have felt like I had to do it when I found out you guys hadn't seen it. Yeah, that's fair. Scott, do you want to now hit us with a little bit of just the facts? Yeah, this was written and directed by Martin McDonough. Uh, it was released on October 12th, 2012, had a runtime of 110 minutes. The other guy's gave this a 83%. IMDb gave it a 7.2. It had a box office of 33 million and a budget of 13.5. It did win no awards or and had also had no nominations. We've been sitting in the sevens for a while on IMDb. Yeah, and we're not going anywhere anytime soon. <laughs> uh, I, I am not surprised, uh, to your point earlier, Jake, not surprised that this wasn't nominated for anything. It may not have even, uh, like qualified, qualified yeah. for any nominations because it was a pretty indie film with a pretty, uh, small release. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. And like, yeah, that was kind of my thing too, where it's like, I don't even, I don't, I don't know how they make qualifications, but I feel like it didn't qualify and like, it's really small and I was really fighting myself. I am, but you know what? I'm glad I did it. Basically, it, like one of the big qualifications is it has to run for, I think, 13 consecutive weeks in um, like uh, a certain amount of theaters, uh -huh. like nationwide. It has to run in theaters for 13 weeks nationwide. Seems weird. Seems like a weird qualification. I agree. I, I think they need to, I think the Academy needs to um, get with the times. Yeah. They need to redefine because you know, that's why the Irishman Netflix released in theaters so that it would be eligible for Academy mm -hmm. Awards. Yeah. And like, you know, between HBO, uh, Netflix, Hulu, uh, and Amazon that are turning out these incredible movies that really they could be more profitable if they didn't have to release them in theaters, uh -huh. you know, like is that, is that still the case? Cause did Coda even have a theatrical release? Um, oh, I guess maybe they updated it, but it, I also wouldn't be surprised if it did have a theatrical release in order to make it eligible. Yeah. But yeah, they may have this, they may have this year finally updated their, um, their qualifications. Like what, what qualifies a movie? Yeah. Interesting. Um, so I guess maybe we can get into the late bloomer takes. What did you think, Tyler? Yeah. Okay. So, uh, this movie, uh, this movie was like, I have an interesting relationship with because 
Jake has been talking about this movie as long as we've been friends. Yeah, I think we started hanging out like right after I got out of high school and I think I saw it late in high school. So. Yeah. Uh, and I bought it years ago and have tried to watch this movie like a dozen times, like mm. n- no lie, like at least 12 times that I've started this movie and I get like 15 minutes into it and I'm like, I just don't like it. Like I never finished it. And uh, so when you nominated it, uh, I was a little bit like, ah, oh, man, like, all right, like, I, I want to like this movie. I want to validate Jake's like, uh, like enjoyment of this, but I've always hated the first, you know, 20 minutes or so. And once again, I started it. I, I really hated the first 15, 20 minutes. Uh, and I, I, it grew on me a little bit, but then there's this moment when they're driving out to the desert and they're talking about like the movie that they're trying to make. And Colin Farrell says, no, there's no shootout. And they're like, well, how's it end? And he's like, I don't know. I just think they like drive off into the desert <laughs> and pitch tents and just talk for the rest of the movie. And that literally cracked me up. And that like sort of fourth wall break sort of a thing. It wasn't really a fourth wall bl- break, but like just, you know, meta joke, that meta joke really unlocked the whole movie for me. And I was like, oh, now I get this movie. And mm-hmm. I really enjoyed the the back half of the movie. Um, and I, I think I told Jake this, that like, I'm, I'm really going to have to, honestly go back and watch it again. Now having completed it, I think I'll enjoy the first half of the movie so much more. I think I was telling you, like, I, I really appreciate that. Like it's meta in maybe the least obnoxious way I've ever seen something be meta. Where like, and at that point, like when they say that, I was like, Oh, that's really funny. And like, but I don't know. I, I, I can think that really meta things can be really obnoxious, but I think this was well done. Yeah. I think this is one of those movies where it definitely is better the second time through. Because mm. you get more stuff out of the first half before you realize what was happening. Yeah. And even the Jack of Diamonds reveal, I freaking loved. Oh. I, I mean, I mm. was so caught off guard, so surprised by that. And again, even that, like knowing that, I feel like I would enjoy the first half even more with that reveal in mind. I mm. feel like it almost like, like that opening scene I think is very funny where the guys are talking back and yeah. forth. And then like you see him walking up for so long yeah. in the background. <laughs> and I do feel like knowing that it's him even makes me think it's a little, little bit funnier. Like, yeah. You know, so I feel like there are more of those. I just don't want to belabor it. Yeah. Zach. Um, yeah. I, I didn't love this movie. It, it was just pretty whatever for me. Um, I don't know. It just didn't, there was nothing about it that I really like attached to or really enjoyed. There were parts that were like moderately enjoyable for me. Um, I think I had an experience that I know you've had before Jake where like I or Tyler, like one of us has hyped something up for you a little too much. And I feel like I had this movie hyped up a little too much for me. Interesting. I didn't, I didn't think it was, it wasn't as funny as I thought it was going to be. Um, there were parts that I did think were funny. Um, but yeah, overall, I, I just, I didn't love it. I, I didn't feel like I didn't root for any particular character. Like I remember thinking like, even if Woody Harrelson kills all the main characters, I wouldn't care. Um, or vice versa. Like there was no one I attached to. Um, there wasn't, I think besides Christopher Walken, I did like Christopher Walken. I thought he was pretty funny. I think Woody Harrelson was 
was kind of funny too. Um, I didn't love Colin Farrell in this. I really didn't care for Sam Rockwell in this. And really? I know that I am in the minority with Sam Rockwell, but I am not a huge Sam Rockwell fan. This was the movie, like I think I'd, I'd obviously seen him in a few things, like he was in Iron Man uh, and whatnot, but this was the movie where I was like, oh my gosh, I love Sam Rockwell. Yeah, there's something about him that just kind of rubs me the wrong way, and uh, I didn't love him in Iron Man, and I know that he was supposed to be an annoying character in Iron Man, but I thought he was really annoying in it, and I thought he was kind of annoying in this too, like I didn't, I just didn't love him. Sure, and I think he was supposed to be annoying in this. Yeah, well. I, well, I do think Sam Rockwell is probably a, in like thinking back to conversations I've had with other people, I feel like he's probably just a really polarizing person. Like you either love Sam Rockwell or you really hate Sam Rockwell. Like I think there are very few people that are just like, oh yeah, he's good. You yeah. know? Like, <laughs> yeah, I, I've never really seen anything where I'm I'm really loving Sam Rockwell in whatever I'm watching. Um, I feel like if we were going to do a Martin McDonough, is it McDonough? That's I how I so. said it. Yeah. And, I, and like, I, I know you have like a, a sentimental spot for this movie. So I totally understand why you, you picked it, but I feel like if we should, if we're going to do one, we should have done in Bruges, which I really, I do movie. love in Bruges. I Never had an it. interesting experience with in Bruges. I might've talked about it on the podcast. I think you have. Yeah. yeah. So like, I've never finished it and I do want to, I think it's his best one. And I, I think that I still prefer three billboards over seven psychopaths. So this is my least favorite one that we've that I've seen so far. Question about three billboards then. How did you feel? Because Sam Rockwell was in that. I mean, doesn't he play like a really unlikable person in that one too? Sure, mm-hmm. yeah, but I, uh, yeah. I, I, but how did you feel about his him in the movie? His performance? I think better because I felt like the movie wanted me to hate him in that movie. And I kind of did. Oh, question. <laughs> question, has he ever played a character that you're supposed to really love and attach to? I don't know. I can't think of a movie where he has. I I mean, not not off the top of my head. I felt like this movie still wanted me to enjoy his character. Yeah, I, I think they and wanted you to him root and, for him. And like, in a way, you do, even though he's nuts. I didn't. Uh, I, I know you didn't, but yeah. like, I, I, I feel like I did. The average person maybe yeah. does. Yeah, yeah. Um, where like uh, he was crazy and like he was doing bad things, but he was doing it to help his friend and he was killing bad yeah, people. Sure. And so. I, I think one thing with Colin Farrell too, this may be just a very subjective thing. I don't love when Colin Farrell's the straight man. That's what I think Tyler and I talked about this beforehand is like, it's not my favorite Colin Farrell role because he's playing the straight man. Yeah. I think he, I think he's a fine straight man. Like I, I think I, I liked him in this. It's uh-huh. by no means my favorite. Yeah. But I'm I thought, not a, sorry. Oh, I was gonna say, I thought everybody around him was very good. So I sure, didn't bother yeah. me. I, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> We're all jumping at chomping at the bit. Uh, there are a couple of roles that he's done where he is supposed to be likable. Uh, he was in uh, Richard Jewell. He was like, you know, one of the kind of like heroes of that story. Uh, he plays the attorney, uh, Bryant. Uh, and in Jojo Rabbit, I feel like we're supposed to kind of root for. Oh, I, I loved him in oh, Jojo Rabbit. Yeah. I thought he did good in Jojo Rabbit. Yeah. I didn't love Jojo Rabbit, and I don't really That's remember super him. I think you me. need to watch it again yeah. because I, I, I've seen it two times now, uh, and both times I was like, I really don't know why. Like, this seems like a movie you would have liked. It's the most Zackest movie I've ever seen. Oh, oh yeah, definitely. <sighs> and that, it, it, I, I thought that it, was that also. That like, kind of frustrates me a little bit because I didn't like when it. When I think of movies that. Like it felt too on movie. the nose to me, like too obvious. Like it to me, it felt like when people are like, I really like indie bands like Young the Giant or something. It's just like, well, that 
gets K-Rock play. That's not really an indie band. I mean, I didn't say I like it. I know that's like indie. one of the most pretentious yeah. things. I know, yeah. but like I feel like it's people think that I would like that movie because they think it's like this artsy movie. But I think it, like, it's got it this like really dry humor. I think that it like... And I mean, I guess this movie also has, uh, but like, I, th- I thought the parts were very funny and I thought parts that were like, I'll touching. say, I think the seven psychopaths is, I-, I like this way more than Jojo rabbit. Yeah. So I don't want, I don't mean to group the two uh-huh. at all. And I know Sam Rockwell was in a movie called moon that I, I haven't seen. I heard it was great and it looks really good. I've been meaning to get to it and I know it's a very dramatic. Yeah. It was role. on my Netflix list for a long time and then I think they took it off Netflix. So I never mm-hmm. watched it. Gotcha. Speaking of moon, I still need to see moon fall. Oh, oh yeah, the, the new uh No you don't new Sam Raimi. You don't. It's not it was, Sam it's, Raimi. Uh, it's your, or it's not your Sam boy. Uh, sorry. I'm blanking I, on his name uh, right now. Yeah. I'm blanking on it too. It's not Michael Bay. It's the other guy that you really just like. Look at Independence Roland Day. Yeah, Roland, 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 Roland Emmer. Yeah, Thank Roland. you. Roly Polioli. No, I, and so I don't. I don't want to come off too critical of Seven Psychopaths. Like I thought it was. I thought it was all decently well made. Um, it's it, it's a smart movie. It's a very smart movie. It's very clever. Sometimes it felt like it was just being smart, like just to be smart. Um, and it didn't feel like there was like a reason for it to be. Um, and do you I, have like, I'm, I'm, I'm not trying to like, you know, but do you have an example of that? Like I'm trying to think about what you mean even just kind of like, like that was the only reason to make the movie. It was just to make a smart fourth wall breaking movie. But mm-hmm. like other than that, there's not much to it. Okay. That's all I mean by it. I, I was pretty whatever on it hmm. overall. I mean, that's, I hear you, but that's a little bit how I felt about in Bruges as well. Like it doesn't feel like it has much of a, like it, it like this might be like his style of like, kind of like pointless movies, like storyless movies that you just are supposed to, um, develop relationships with the characters. Yeah. Like that's kind of like his style and, and three billboards as well. Like there really isn't like much of a, like real, like, plot like the plot doesn't develop a ton it's just sort of like character development mm-hmm. over time um and so i feel like that's just sort of like M- mcdonald's style maybe but like this was so much more fourth wall breaking than either of the other two sure like. yeah in a point that at times was a little distracting like jake said that it, it was done in a very not obnoxious way and i feel like in a lot of ways it was but then at times it did feel a little obnoxious like when we have that like theoretical shootout in the graveyard like i it just oh, i thought that was really funny it, but it didn't that didn't feel subtle like yeah it you know? wasn't subtle yeah. no but it, i thought it was really enjoyable like i, I like watching that part yeah. and like I, I think a lot of it's really funny and i don't feel like i can say a lot of the lines that i thought were funny which is a bummer. Uh, it's so, fu- it, uh, sorry, it was just bouncing funny off of, off of itself, but uh, it's, it's uh, interesting. Uh, the part that I liked the most that I thought was the funniest was nothing having to do with the graveyard scene. It was like the four or five times that they just cut back to them. Yeah. And you just are looking at uh, their reaction to it. <laughs> yeah. And that was the funniest part of it to me. It was yeah. just Christopher Walken and Colin Farrell reacting to the story was the funniest part. Yeah. Well, and that's what did of- Walken say? What was his like, initial <laughs> I was, response? I was paying attention. I can tell you that. <laughs> um, and that's what I mean. Like, like it was so stupid and so like off the wall and like, like seeing like that's what he thinks is the good movie and that's right. the movie they're making. And then they are just like horrified. Yeah. I was super funny. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, and to, 
to like your point, Tyler, like I don't know how I really feel about this director slash writer because I don't yeah. think I love Three Billboards all that much either. Oh, I, I do really like In Bruges. Uh, and I remember thinking In Bruges was a lot funnier and like uh, I was just more bought into the story. But I, I also like did think there were some legitimately funny parts. Like I thought our opening bit, I remember thinking that part was funny. Mm-hmm. I thought Christopher Walken was funny in this movie. I think almost everything that Christopher Walken says is funny. Oh, yeah. I loved when uh, Woody Harrelson is driving Colin Farrell back to where Sam Rockwell is in the desert. And he's like upset that Colin Farrell's not like scared or like right. <laughs> yeah. that he doesn't feel threatened. Yeah. Like I thought that was funny. Uh, there were probably the Tom Waits part did nothing for me. Like sometimes it just would go off on these tangents that I just did not enjoy. Mm -hmm. Well, I would say this movie really does it for me. Like this is one of those movies that I wouldn't think like reading about it or like if you told me what it was about and how it executed on those things, I'd be like, Oh, that's not going to be a movie I enjoy. Um, but I, I really enjoy this movie. I think, um, it, it's kind of like what I wish like Royal Tenenbaums was more of like, it's like a dark comedy type of a thing, but I feel like this executed so much better than Royal Tenenbaums did in a lot of different ways. Um, at least to capture me, I, I think maybe critically you could argue Royal Tenenbaums had better things about it, but uh, I love Christopher Walken in this. Like there's not a scene. Grant, I love Christopher Walken altogether, but there's not a scene with Christopher Walken that I'm just not like, just paying attention to him. And I don't care about anyone else. Oh yeah. Like, totally. I was just like enthralled with Christopher Walken. Yeah. No, I think I agree. Like he, he's definitely my favorite part and like everything I see him in now, I think is whole, like even when he was in the, the jungle book remake and he was the, <laughs> he was the, the, big, the, orangutan. the big orangutan yeah. and I forgot his name and he sings, I want to be like you. I'm like, this is hilarious. Cause it's Christopher Walken, <laughs> you know? Yeah. I, I really genuinely enjoy this movie quite a bit. And I enjoyed it more this time than I did the first time. I think I had a similar experience to you the first time, Ty, mm. where the first half I was kind of like, I don't get why, it. Why yeah. am I watching this a little bit? Um, yep. And then the second half I was like, oh, wow, this is really good. And now this time, like the whole movie through, I was really enjoying. Maybe I'd really benefit from a, a rewatch. Yeah, I think you, you could. said that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it, it feels a little bit to me like a poor man's Coen Brothers film. Like one of their comedies. Yeah. I, I get what you mean. And like, we've talked about this a little bit already. And we've talked about it on the pod before that there are just different types of storytellers. And I feel like one of the dichotomies is like a uh, plot based versus character based. And like the Coen brothers are very character based, um, very character heavy in, in their writing. And uh, McDonough, I, I think a hundred percent is. And so I get what you mean, but Tonally, it just feels so different from a Coen Brothers comedy. It did. It felt. It's funny because it did feel a little more obnoxious to me. Like it felt like a little bit more of like a, a more obnoxious version of a Coen Brothers comedy. Yeah, I would just say it's it's a it's a darker like it's this is a true black comedy. You yeah. know, like sure. uh, and I love dark comedy, like like black comedies. I, would I, say I think I probably great. enjoyed this more than Big Lebowski. Wow. I definitely did not. And like, I, I'm thinking of like uh burn after reading, like that movie feels darker <laughs> to me than this. Probably. Cause the characters feel more real. Yeah. Well, and yeah, maybe that's the difference is that these characters were just so uh, like there was n- ne'er a straight man. Like Colin Farrell was the closest thing to a straight man, but he yeah. was not, you know, like, no, I loved, I loved, I think I loved 
all the characters pretty like i love christopher i uh, not christopher uh, woody harrelson we're talking about i yeah. was thinking about like his character and like how he's like the hard gangster guy and he's so upset about his dog and then he's like uh they're in they're in uh billy's house and they find out he's the jagged diamonds killer and then he's like crying he's like my dog is with a psychopath <laughs> <laughs> that was super funny i i actually did crack up uh when they're in the desert and they've just shot woody harrelson in the back the jagged diamonds just shot uh woody in the back and he's like like laying on the ground and he's like can i just get a a lick and a scratch <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, no scratches <laughs> that part was very funny i remember <laughs> laughing at that and i thought the you said this jake i thought the opening scene with those two guys i thought that was funny too. <laughs> oh, that was I really that. funny yeah. um but yeah, I'm I'm really bummed. I really thought you would like it, and I'm pretty pretty bummed that you didn't. <laughs> I will I will echo uh, Zach what you said. The the entire Tom Waits thing was honestly like, I I I could have done without it. I felt I, that way about that, and with like the the Asian guy, yeah, the me prostitute. Too. I think I feel more that way about the Asian guy. There was so, there was something about Tom Waits that, and there's something about him in general, like his music that I don't uh, really understand, but it, it very much draws my attention like when he's speaking of coen brothers movies like when he's in ballad of buster scruggs and it's just him like digging for gold in the in the river by himself i'm still so drawn he's just so interesting and strange i'm just i don't know I'm he very, is he is that you're right yeah <laughs> so i don't know was there any like um twist and turns for you zach in it like yeah i mean finding out that sam rockwell was the killer guy was mm -hmm. for sure a twist i did not see that coming mm. did you see I, I think it's a smart movie i think it's clever it sometimes maybe it felt like it was trying too hard to be smart uh but and it was kind of like i get it but i think overall it's a smart movie and did you see like the the christopher walken reveal that he was the he was the the amish the amish guy oh yeah you oh, think, you saw I, that coming? Oh, no. Oh. I, I thought you meant, did I pick up on like, did, <laughs> did I, you get yeah, it? Like, I was going to say, like, isn't that pretty was obvious? Was it revealed to you? <laughs> no. But no. Yeah. Like, I think I just wasn't done talking yet. Oh, uh, sorry. Uh, but yeah. Well, because I was like trying to figure out where we're going. And then I think Scott or someone interjected and said that it's the Amish yeah. guy. Um, oh, yeah. I didn't see that coming. No. I feel like with both of them, they like when you watch it again, you see like very interesting, like little clues that you pick up and like the obvious one Christopher Walken is the big scar but then like he's having that conversation with his wife and she's all upset like mad at God and he's like well he's got a lot on his mind you know bastards killed, killed his, his son kid too, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know that was very funny like mm -hmm. watching it the second time mm -hmm. yeah yeah there were definitely things like that that I hadn't picked up on that like uh with that reveal in particular that I was like oh man now I'm like it, it unlocked a lot for me uh -huh. Um, but I was, I didn't see it coming at all. No, me uh, at all. I will say I'm not a big Colin Farrell fan, but I think I, he did good in this movie in general though. I'm not a huge Colin Farrell fan. Interesting. I, I like Actually, Colin Farrell a lot. I take it back. I did see it coming when he takes off the cravat, uh, uh, for Woody Harrelson. Yeah. And he's like, no, take it. I was like, oh, he's the guy. Yeah. So I guess I did see it. In coming. retrospect, it felt obvious to me. But like at the time, I was like, oh, shoot. No yeah. way. <laughs> yeah. I'm interested that you're not a big Colin Farrell fan because I feel like he's a, a really great actor. Like, have you seen the new Batman movie yet? No. Have you seen The Lobster? No. no. Oh, I <laughs> Don't watch The Lobster. Seen, yeah. I hate The Lobster. Have you seen Daredevil? Yes. 
<laughs> oh, okay, I haven't that's, seen, that's why you're not a big Colin Farrell. <laughs> I haven't seen Daredevil, the movie. Um, yeah. So he's I'm, he's a villain in it, and he's very bad. Okay. <laughs> Who is he? I don't know. He's the one that's bullseye. He's bullseye. He's bullseye. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Yeah. That's interesting. <laughs> Uh, I just, I've with Colin Farrell, I always think about his acting and I even thought about it in this one, but I think I was just more willing to forgive it just cause I think this movie is really funny. I, I don't think Colin Farrell's a particularly good actor. I, I think I agree with Scott mostly. I like, like him. I find him to be very likable. Like, I, I don't know that I will say, I think he's a good actor, but I just, I enjoy watching him. I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, I thought he was really good in Batman. I thought he I he, thought he was he was that 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 shocked me so like, much. I didn't think he had that in him. It shocked me so much so that I was like, he looks and sounds so different that I don't even know why they got him. I like, thought he was, I felt the same way. Yeah. yeah, I thought he was really good in. Uh, I didn't think season two of True Detective was great, but I thought he was really good in it. I haven't seen it. I gave up on it. I got like halfway That's through, fair. and I was like, great it. great guest appearance on Scrubs. We could just keep talking about that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Dr. Cox he makes no. another appearance. I also thought, I mean, I, I liked him a lot in In Bruges. I liked him. This is kind of a cheesy movie, but the movie Saving Mr. Banks. Oh. It's a very wholesome. I never saw it. I it's, thought a, he, it's a cute movie. I thought he was good in that. It would be a good one. Like, I'm I'm not meaning this in any sort of like condescending way, but I feel like that would be a really good one for you and Carla to watch. Probably. I like the movie a lot. It's, it's a little cheesy. Is he an ex machina? No. 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 Oh. There's only like three people in Ex Machina okay. yeah. <laughs> and they're on like the cover. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, not even like there are. Oh, no, I guess there's this like is the, the beginning. Scene. Yeah, there's there's maybe like two or three other people. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like there, there's a there's a couple at the beginning and then and then that's it. Yeah. What's the one where um, he is like from the future? He's like communicating with himself from the future or? What's that movie? With Colin Farrell? Yeah. I think you're I think you're thinking about uh You're thinking of frequency. I I was thinking about the space movie with uh what's his name that uh I'm losing my mind. Uh the McConaughey. Uh why can't I remember Interstellar where he's communicating with himself? (laughs) No? No. Okay. I don't know what you're thinking about. You thought I confused him with McConaughey? (laughs) You confused him with anybody in Ex Machina who looks nothing and sounds nothing like him. I haven't seen Ex Machina. Oh, okay. Uh, (laughs) I I don't know why. I I don't know what you're thinking of. I think it's on our I think think it's my last movie for the year. I think we should get back to Seven Psychopaths. Yeah. I mean, all the last few weeks we've we've gone on some meandering. But we haven't necessarily thought that was great for podcasting. <laughs> I think it is great for podcasting. I think, the tots I think like sometimes it. it is, but I think us just sitting around, what's that movie? <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> not that interesting. Is not great. I yeah. think it's fun for the tots because they can shout it at us yeah. through the radio. I think I've only heard that that's frustrating for them. <laughs> <laughs> it's still engaging. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> Hatred is still an emotional response. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm comfortable with it. Yeah. Any of you out there that uh, just hate listen to us? good i yeah. had someone tell me like yeah i think you guys would really benefit from a fact checker i was like oh <laughs> shoot sorry yeah. <laughs> Yikes. Yeah. that is a pretty uh that's a pretty impressive backhand you know yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, who, who can fact we're gonna hire a fact checker who's fact checking the conversation i think you're saying one of us should do that <laughs> just fact check everything everybody says uh, like yeah, as no, it, as it happens, that. like just I'm constantly just put it, put a misinformation warning on the, on the episode. <laughs> <Misinformation> <laughs> warning. 
I think oh, this gosh. all may or may not be misinformation. Here's why fact checkers are saying this is false. <laughs> I'm I'm dying to see if Scott's going to figure out whatever movie he was talking about. He's currently working on fact checking himself. Yeah. Uh, so, but back to Seven Psychopaths. Uh, so you talked about how you didn't like it. What what worked for you? Uh, I feel like I've already kind of said like it, it. I parts of it were smart. Like it's a it's a clever movie. Um, there were some funny parts. That's about it. I just thought Scott's Scott's description the of the movie was very <laughs> wrong. Total Recall. I've never seen Total Recall. Oh, you know. I've seen like like one or two clips from it, and I just assumed a lot of things. But this is the movie. I was talking about. <laughs> How did you assume that? Like you've never seen the movie, and then you just assume that he is communicating with himself in the past. That's not anything I would guess about any movie ever. I said that he talked with himself in the future. <laughs> okay. Well, future talks back to the past then, talking right? Talking to future self versus talking to past self. Or two what things. benefit does anybody have? What's the benefit of talking to yourself in the future? Yourself in the future already knows. Yeah, and he can tell you. Talking to yourself in the past. <laughs> so you have Presumably, you have information from the future that you're trying to influence the past. Like, that's why. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe he just wants to know. He's just wants he wants to, to know what he already knows. He just wants to be encouraged. No, he doesn't know what future him knows. Uh, he just wants to be encouraged. Like, hey, how do we turn out? But like, past him, out all right. past him is saying, never mind. I just think that was a crazy <laughs> past, assumption. Past him doesn't know anything that he doesn't already know. But in your in your version, past him is broadcasting to future him. So what's the point? No, as what I was talking about was current him was talking to future him. Okay. Current him is past him to future him. Okay. But it's I'm not gonna, from future him's perspective. I'm going to put a stop to this conversation. <laughs> That's mostly, probably, probably wise. Mostly because I'm lost <laughs> and I'm here. <laughs> yeah, that's probably wise. Uh, so uh, what is, we've talked a little bit about Colin Farrell. What is your guys favorite uh, Christopher Walken role? This. Honestly, really? by far, everything he says makes me laugh. I think he's so funny. Uh, I guess not everything he says, like when when he reveals that he's the the Amish guy, that was uh, more was a little a, sad. Yeah, but uh, even like when he's talking about how his wife died, I think his delivery of the information is oh. hilarious. He's like, uh, she got the all clear, and then he's like, that's great, man. He's like, and then that guy whose dog we got came in and shot her. She's dead now. Yeah, and like I was like, that's sad, but. That was a really funny way to present that information. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I definitely like had a weird chuckle at that. Like it was, yeah. I still didn't understand what was happening really in the movie. So uh -huh. I didn't laugh, laugh, but I was like, Oh, that was abrupt and awkward. But like, he just says things like, like when, uh, after they find out that, uh, Billy is the Jack of Diamonds killer. And then uh, Colin Farrell comes out and punches him in the face. And then Christopher Walken's like, you might want to rethink your drinking if this is how you're going to treat the yeah. other people in the group. <laughs> That's right. That was really funny. I, I really did like him in this. He was probably my favorite part of this movie. But I think my favorite uh, Christopher Walken role of all time is uh, Envy. I don't think I've seen it or uh, even heard of it. Oh, uh, it's really funny. It's uh, Ben Stiller and Jack Black. I would just like to and point out. he plays out, a homeless man. Oh. I don't remember anything about Envy. 
I, I didn't even realize he was in that movie. Yeah, he's a pretty important character. I would just like to point out that right now, Tyler and I are having a conversation while Zach and Scott are just staring at screens. I, well, I think they're looking through yes. Christopher Walken's filmography. That's, that's just not them. good podcasting. That's exactly know? what we're doing. Well, you guys are I mean, talking. We're carrying we're, yeah. on the conversation, so, you yeah. know. Bad podcasting would be if all four of us were talking at the same time. Which we do. We do yeah. that. <laughs> uh, he's definitely been in some movies that I like more than this one but i i think that this is my favorite call uh i'm sorry uh christopher walken christopher walken role yeah like rarely is he my favorite character in a movie but he was in this movie i will say he uh plays michael the archangel in a wow old movie uh from like the 80s or 90s uh that haunt, haunted my dreams for a lot of years <laughs> yeah i could see him being uh, terrifying character. Yeah, yeah, I haven't seen it, but I can picture it. And and in the movie, it's it's him against uh, Vigo Mortensen. And Vigo Mortensen, <laughs> Who does I he play. I think a, he plays. Uh, yeah, I think he plays either the devil or a human. Uh, but Michael the Archangel is the villain by Christopher Walken. Like he's the oh, bad guy. Interesting. And uh, it it seriously like haunted my dreams for a long time. I still think about it sometimes. Uh, just this like monologue that he gives uh, as the villain and dang, it was good. No, yeah, I could see Christopher Walken really chilling me to my bones. I don't have any like real reason to to think this, but I Christopher Walken seems like the kind of guy that like if you met just walking down the street or something like that, he'd be one of the nicest, like nicest movie stars that you'd meet. Mm-hmm. He seems like a nice dude, but like... I, like I said, I'm trying to just learn things about celebrities against my will. And I uh, yeah, found out something would, about Bill Murray against my will. Oh, no. Bill Murray is not a great guy. Like I thought that. he like, cause like the stories you hear, like, I feel like I've heard are like, oh, he's so cool. He's so nice. And then I'm like, oh, well, that's just not true, huh? Yeah. Big no. bummer. Yeah. Not true. Yeah. But Bill Murray also seems like he wouldn't be like, I, I never really got that vibe from Bill Murray, but Christopher Walken just seems like he'd be a really like just chill down to earth guy. Like it would just be silly and just like, Oh, not like Adam West vibes. I don't know Adam West enough to like know that, but I, I, here's what I'll say about Adam West. Besides the encounter that Scott has had with him that I'm sure he'll say is that you've met Adam West. Yeah. I drove him. I think I heard that, but I don't (laughs) remember that at the golf course. No, I was doing a, a fundraiser event for some politician in Palm Springs. I remember hearing this. Yeah, it was Tyler and I were both working it, and I was doing. I was driving a fifteen passenger van up and down a hill to the um, the place that it was happening, and so everyone was parking down below, and I was driving him up, and so he hopped in the van with the, like five other guests, and he's sitting in the chair that's like right in my rearview mirror, so like his face is just like in my rearview mirror, and he like sees me, like look back at him, and he just says you know who I am. <laughs> <laughs> was he cool? He was cool. Yeah. yeah he had just nice had guy. like a hip surgery. This was like a couple of years before he ended up, he passed away, but yeah, but like he's a sweetheart. Yeah, I he heard, was really nice. I heard that that family guy character where he plays himself and they're like making fun of him. He plays like, Adam West. Yeah. They weren't, they didn't want him to do it. Like they, they didn't like have him in mind. They didn't think he would do it. And then he heard about it. He's like, I'll do it. So he just seemed like a cool guy. I do he, think it's funny how he would just play himself in random cartoons. Mm-hmm. He was he was though a very like uh arrogant person. Like he he was narcissistic. Mm. Like 
Did that ruin that for you, Jake? Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to learn <laughs> against my will, always. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not seeking it out, but it happens. I heard some not great stuff about Sam Rockwell, actually. Oof, don't tell me. I'm, yeah, jo- I'm joking. <laughs> Wait, how, did you really? Yeah. Oh, I was just joking. Uh, don't tell me. <laughs> by the way, he doesn't play Michael. He plays Gabriel, the archangel, against Viggo Mortensen's Lucifer in the movie. The movie is called The Prophecy, and I, they ended up making two sequels. I just can't picture uh, Vigo Mortensen v. Christopher Walken, Devil Angel. I feel like I have to watch that movie. Oh, it's really good, honestly, I watch from it. what I remember. It was 1995, and I don't think it was like a particularly like lauded movie. I think we should do it on the pod. Uh, I just don't know if it's a movie you absolutely should have seen. IMDb gave it a 6.4. Oh, perfect. That's right in my wheelhouse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, have you guys seen Kill the Irishman? No. No, I've never yeah, heard of it. I loved it. Was it good? Yeah, it I, was really yeah. good. I want to see it. It's it's another film that Walken was in. Okay. Uh Kill the Irishman is about like a uh it, it's a it's a mob gang movie set in the 50s. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Check it out. Pretty good. Yeah. All that being said, Wedding Crashers. <laughs> <laughs> he was my favorite part of Wedding Crashers. <laughs> <laughs> That's your favorite Christopher Walken role? It's probably my definitely my most watched. definitely my most watched uh i yeah i enjoy him and everything that i've seen him in no one said cowbell by the way oh Oh, yeah i didn't know (laughs) snl was a a possibility i just said roles i didn't say Um, what movie i just said what's your favorite role that's probably his most well-known yeah probably my I, I had a shirt that said that and then one of my aunts thought it was really funny so as part of my birthday gift one year when i was fairly young she bought me a cowbell and a drumstick and my mom was furious <laughs> <laughs> with my aunt when she came over did she say she had a fever <laughs> <laughs> and then handed it to you yeah the um, only prescription uh what about uh what about some of the like i i don't know maybe like lesser uh characters in this movie like uh the uh the goons that uh I like, like the head Woody goon. Harrelson's like, yeah. yeah, I liked the head goon that killed Christopher Walken. And I liked their, I really liked their interaction when he's like, put your hands up. He's like, I don't want to. He's like, that doesn't make any sense. I have a gun. That guy and the, and I think it's a different guy when it's like, uh, he's like, oh, I have heard that a lot of dogs. Oh, are that's what I was about to say. <laughs> he's like, that information would have been great. 10 minutes ago. Yeah. <laughs> It's about to kill Bonnie, which I thought Bonnie was that that scene with Bonnie was pretty funny too. When he's gonna kill oh. when he's gonna kill his dog walker. And he's no, the the dog's name is Bonnie. The, oh. the dog walker's name was something yeah, else. Something else, yeah. And he was gonna kill her, even yeah. though it wasn't her so, fault. I like the handle. It's blue. <laughs> I I actually I think the the second point that I laughed at the most in the entire movie was when uh Sam Rockwell's threatening to kill the dog. And uh um, Woody Harrelson says, she's not even part of the gang. Like, like soft limits. What? She's not part of the gang. Also, did he just think that he brought an extra flare without a flare gun up there? Like, how did, why did he think that there was another flare? I don't know. Yeah. I, I have no idea. He just wasn't willing to risk it. You know, not for Bonnie, <laughs> not for Bonnie. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Well, any other J- <laughs> what? Zach's just like looking around like I'm I've said everything I've said about this. Yeah. Movie. I don't need to say anything else. 
Zach's, Zach's lean back from the mic. That means he's <laughs> done. What's your favorite Woody Harrelson movie? That's tough because I, I really like Woody Harrelson. I think I'd have to go back and, and look. I mean, the first thing that comes to mind is True Detective. Like, I, I love that. It's one of my favorite seasons of television. Mm. And I thought him and McConaughey were perfect for those roles. I never watched it. You, it's I really think, great. I think you should. It's good. That, as we found out, is not the way to get Scott to watch anything. That's true. We were having a conversation <laughs> with Scott about uh, Euphoria, and then Tyler said, you will hate this. Don't watch it. And Scott's like, all right, I'll watch it. <laughs> I was like, I'm interested. <laughs> You've piqued my interest. And then I explained it, and he was like, yeah, never mind. Yeah, no, <laughs> I wish you would have stopped there, and he would have watched it. <laughs> he wouldn't have got through the first episode. Still would have been funny. <laughs> <laughs> He also would have never told us, though. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> we like, would there's find no out, payoff. We would find out eight years later. Yeah. And that would be the payoff. Yeah. So, or Jake, what's your favorite Woody Harrelson uh, role? Uh, I don't know. I really like him in this. I thought Zombieland was pretty funny. I don't think I've seen a lot of Woody Harrelson mm. in general. How do you feel like? How do you feel about him in uh, what's the Hunger Games? I haven't. No, I have. I've seen the first Hunger Games. What? Are you just gonna ask me about every, like a bunch of other movies, or should, or should we put this to bed? Like, I mean, I'm still having fun. Okay. Zach's not, but I yeah. am. He's looking up Woody Harrelson movies. Uh, I think my actually my favorite Woody Harrelson role is probably uh, Three Billboards. Like, I really loved him in that. I, is Three Billboards just the same cast? It's uh, there's a there's a fair amount of overlap, I guess. Oh, it's just those Frank, two. Yeah, it's just those two. Sam Rockwell and and Woody Harrelson. Oh, I thought someone mentioned Colin Farrell being in it too. No, no Colin Farrell's in it in Bruges. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, but you know, directors do that. Just have they the have same the same. They always yeah. Go, yeah. Uh, I liked him in that, but he wasn't my favorite in the movie. You know, but I liked him. Sure. Yeah. Well, I mean, because Francis McDormand is just yeah a powerhouse in that movie. Yeah. Yeah. Did you guys think, so when they're driving into the desert and they say like the movie just ends and they're talking, did you think that was how it was going to yeah, end? Totally. Yeah, totally. So yeah. you, you were caught off guard a little bit by the final gunfight. Yeah. Yeah. And happened. when they pull up and like they're, they pull up and, and uh, Sam Rockwell says, this is a perfect place for the final gunfight, you know, like uh-huh. all that. Like, and I, then, I, uh, and then, uh, what's this? The Irish guy of Colin Farrell. There we go. I'm just losing my mind. And then they're pulling up and he's like, what are you laughing? And he's like, I just saw the perfect place for the final shoot. Yeah. That, you know? that, that line. Like I was like, Oh yeah. Oh. I, I was a little, I, I mean, I, I was a little caught off guard. I figured that there would be a final gunfight, but I could also see based on this director and based on in Bruges, like I could see him just serving us up. Like they just spend the rest of the time talking in the, in the uh-huh. desert, you know? But I did. I thought a lot of uh, the stuff around the final shootout was really funny. Like when Christopher Walken is talking, and he's like, "I'm not gonna run." He's like, "So you're gonna kill these guys?" He's like, "No, I'm not gonna do that either." So what are you gonna do? I guess I'm gonna die. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Yeah, I guess I'm gonna die. And then like Sam Rockwell that's what has you all do the for guns. your friends. I yeah. think is what he said. He, he has all the guns labeled with strings. <laughs> uh-huh. It's like I guess I'm gonna have to shoot everyone myself. <laughs> oh man, Jake, Good what stuff. would you have done? I guess I would have died. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not going to walk. I'm not going to walk through the desert. I'd probably die doing that. So yeah, he said he wasn't going to run. And then he did kind of just walk away through the desert. But it's because uh, he felt very betrayed. Oh, because of the whole uh, tent experience. <laughs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> 
Riveting. <laughs> Riveting. All right. Yeah. What do you guys say we put this one in the books? Yeah, we can do it. All right. Jake, Jake you're going to go first. I'm going to give this one um, in 8.6 uh, flare guns pointed at a dog. <laughs> I'm going to give this one uh, 8.3 shots to the stomach. Zach? I'm going to give it uh, seven slit throats. Ty? I'm going to give it 8.2 playing cards. This comes out to an 80% on Rotten Potatoes. Once again, the other guys gave this an 83%, and IMDb gave it 7.2. So we're we're right in line with uh, the other guys on that one. So you guys both, Jake and Scott, both thought this was a better movie than Zero Dark Thirty. I did, yeah. Interesting. I uh, I think it's way more rewatchable. Okay, I don't think that. Means <laughs> I don't know it's that better. that means it's better. I yeah. think it just means. You I mean, enjoy I think this is more, more rewatchable yeah. than like Schindler's List. But. <laughs> yeah, but in, enjoyability is a, a high. I mean, we talked That's about true. this a yeah. lot. Like, I, it's you you have claimed that you yeah. throw logic out the window. <laughs> <laughs> My logic is undeniable. <laughs> Maybe right now we could insert that 5.1 conversation. (laughs) We want to pull that. The 5.1 on... uh, There Will Be Blood? Yeah. I've never... worst actor ever. I've never yelled (laughs) that much uh, in my life. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. All right, Scott, what are we doing next week? Next week, we are going to do another Christopher Nolan classic, Dunkirk. (laughs) (laughs) Classic? I don't know. It's a classic. All right. All right. Interesting. Because Chris Nolan did it. How okay. many how many Chris Nolans have we done? Just two. I think two. Okay. We two. did the prestige. Memento. And oh, Memento. I forgot about prestige. Yeah. yeah so this right. is my second Chris I Nolan. I think at this movie, this is the last one we can do. Except I guess Insomnia. Seen. What is Insomnia? I've never even heard exactly. of it. We can do that. Yeah, it's one of his not as popular ones. But we've I done mean, all the it's still a stacked cast. It's Al Pacino uh against uh Robin Williams. Hmm. Robin I'm, Williams is a psychopath. Never heard of it. It's probably my least favorite Chris Nolan movie that I've seen from him. It's the least impressive. But it's it's a pretty good movie. Still a good movie. Yeah, yeah it's we, a we good can, movie. We can do Oppenheimer in five years. That's true. So, you know. Yeah. Have you not seen it? It's not come out yet. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to lie and say that I'd seen it. <laughs> Were you really? <laughs> like, if, if I, I thought he was assuming I had... I thought he was assuming I hadn't seen it, so I was going to be like, no, nah, I've seen it. So. I really would have how uh, wished I would have just <laughs> yeah. fell for the bait. Yeah, I really would have just wished I said, nah, I've not seen it. <laughs> cool. How was it, Scott? How was, it was good. How was Josh Peck? It was, it was, I love Josh, Joshy Poo outside of iCarly. Like he really is coming. Josh is not a character on iCarly. No, but he was the actor. No. no. No, he's in the show Drake and, Drake Josh. and Josh. Drake and Josh. Oh wait, he. Oh, that's right. She was in. I named Carly. after his namesake. She was in that. Carly. <laughs> yeah, Carly. Yeah, yeah. Miranda Cosgrove. I feel like yeah. Scott has no grip on reality. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I don't when it comes to Disney Channel shows. It's that was a Nickelodeon, Nickelodeon show. <laughs> oh my lord! 